Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Chinwags on Thursdays. My name is Luke, and with me I've got my great co-host, Dr. Julian Faruja. How are you, son? Not too bad today. Not too bad. We are here. We took a week off, Joe. Unfortunately, yes. some unforeseen circumstances occurred. Yes, COVID-related. COVID but we're all related. good. We're all healthy. We're yes, good. thankfully, thankfully, touching, touching wood. Touching wood. We are, everything is okay. It was just a minus scare, but yep. nothing came I'm out re- Well, to be honest, I'm super excited about today's guest. Um, this guy, I mean, as a football fan myself, I, as, as a kid growing up playing football, I always um, look to our national team and look at our, you know, idols, heroes, people we really admire. And this guy was one of them. Um, he's played football on... Uh, you know the highest of levels. Um, he's played for a national team. Yeah, he's played abroad. Goalkeeper, Mr. Andrew Hogg. How are you? Hi, guys. The man Fair. between the sticks. The man <laughs> between the sticks. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the invite. No, oh, thank you. I mean, yeah. you're you're a, you're a frequent listener. I I am a big here. fan. Yes. Yes. That's good. We love the I name. Love seeing, the name got me. Like, <laughs> I love beginning. seeing message a message from the Hog Blog. Yes, <laughs> the Hog Blog. That's a special. That's a good one as well. Like, That's a great name, the Hog Blog. I love. <laughs> thank it. you. I I I, I, I kind of stole it from my father. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because he used to write in the Times a long time ago. And, and it was no. called the Hog Blog. It was called the Hog Blog. Yeah. Brilliant. Has a great ring to it. Absolutely, it sold us. So. It's all about rings. His here, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Andrew, uh, you've had you're 36. 36, yeah. 36. You've had quite a colourful career. I think by multi standards, I've done alright. Yeah, yeah, I'm quite successful. Um, I'm going to go straight to it. How difficult and how hard did you have to work for it at a young age? I was I like I I always knew what I wanted. You know, I was never very academic. Um, you know, I, I basically sucked at school. Um, I was always daydreaming about about you know one day becoming this this footballer. And uh, I, I actually I was always kind of you know people looked at me when I was younger and said, okay, this guy can 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 make can do something at yeah. least. You know, which gave me the belief. And uh, so it just kind of started to build. And then when I was I don't know, 12, 13, I, I was, I started to be invited on trials. So I went for a trial in Messina. I went with, in, for, with Milan. Um, uh, and basically my, my belief started to grow from there. Um, how hard did I have to work for it? Look, I, I think I had to work really, really hard because uh, it's a tough business, especially to go overseas. Um, uh, but I think it was, it was like my internal drive that is slightly different than, than, maybe the normal Maltese player. Yeah. And your, so your parent club at the time, who, Pieta. Yes. So we obviously celebrate big time when, a, when a, one of our boys or girls goes abroad to play overseas. Do you think making the transition to go overseas, is it a mixture? Does it, does it require a mixture of good, uh, a good attitude, the support required from friends, from family, from the club, from Absol- an agent. Absolutely. Yes. Is it or is, like what is the most important factor do you feel? What is this, where does the support need to come from? No, obviously, obviously, I mean there has to be the internal, the internal drive and 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 the real, mm-hmm. you know, desire to 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 want to make it and mm-hmm. and and the, the understanding that listen, I can't do it over here in Malta, so I do have to go. Um, but obviously. I think I'm one of the lucky ones, and I have a really, really good su- support system in my family. Um, uh, I mean, back then I wasn't with my partner, but but yeah. y- you know, and and when I went to when I was 17 and I went to to Bari, the first two weeks were a mess because I was homesick. I, it was a new experience for me, and and I wasn't 12, 13, 14. I was 17. You know, I was I was 
nearly okay not nearly a no. man but i uh, you know and and i wanted to come home but my parents were were very strong on it okay you know you're, you're there you're gonna stay there you know this is the best thing for you you'll overcome the homesickness and and within three four weeks i i, I settled and it was a such a great experience mm-hmm. i mean because when you're there did it, did it kick in like did you just say holy shit i'm here playing eating uh, sleeping and, I, and dreaming football basically. exactly and that that's that's every young boy's dream uh, to, to play at at that level um and and to live football so did did that sort of hit you as well at some point to say wow i'm actually should be really grateful right now that i'm i'm here well initially no initially it was just like look i'm homesick my my friends are at home i want to come home yeah um but then yes then i started to realize what a great opportunity th- that i have um in retrospect in retrospect i kind of look back and think maybe i should have done i should have been more productive with my time mm-hmm. um i was living in a kind of center where um uh, we were detached from from everything i i didn't drive and so basically it was just you know training and 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 um uh a lodge or kind yeah. of thing it was like not like a guest house kind of thing and uh so so i spent literally a year doing that you know and what what, what did you notice that was so different to to, to that camp you know to to, to malta yeah it, the mentality the mentality is everything and uh basically you have young kids as well leaving their families to try and forge a career Yeah. You know, we don't have that over here. Over here, it's easy. You know, if we're talented, then we're going to make it to Premier. It's like a given kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And 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 the Premier League is our in 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 most people's eyes yeah. like the the pinnacle. You know, the and and yeah, and and when you go abroad, you start to realize that we are one of millions. Of and, and and you know, you have to really fight tooth and nail. Especially when I went to to Cyprus and to Greece, and I was uh, an older player. And wow, it's you know, it hits you hard. Yeah. What does what does the Andrew Hogg of today see and and realize and acknowledge uh, things that may have inhibited his progress as a seventeen year old? What does he see that could have that could have possibly like gotten in the way of his progress? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a tough question. That's a tough question. It, it, it is a tough question. Um, that he wish he could have like you know ignored enough um just I, i i don't think that i saw the bigger picture actually mm-hmm. you know um i i even i wasn't intentional with my training i i i was just kind of i would go i i, I wouldn't go through the it's not a case of that i would go through the motions but mm-hmm. um i was i was a very serious guy i would go to training but i wasn't intentional with my training i didn't know how to how to prepare myself better you know i didn't know how to to pre-game routines st- stuff like that you know stuff like today that for athletes it's so important for them to 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 know to and uh, I, i link it to your mvp season when was that 2016 or 2017 what do you mean my mvp season your you see, in, in your <laughs> greek in the, when you're in the greek league. ah okay 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 <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay. the best, yeah. but but the mvp was was that that particular mvp that maybe you saw on on, yeah, on, on social media that yeah. was that was on one match day oh yeah but you, okay. that was would, would, that was a fantastic season yeah exactly you would just, you would say that is your best season you know you were in a, you were one of my best seasons yes, yes you had the mentality you had the winner's mentality you know you were you know at no costs whatsoever where you're going to ever be at your at a low standard correct yeah that's fair it, it, it was one of those where where everything just kind of Clicked works out you know yeah. obviously 
I put in the time, you know, I, I really worked that's, hard. That's exactly um, it. So that's, you you know, these elements, these experiences help, helped you build into this character, I imagine. Yes, yes. Today, looking back, um, uh, I study sports psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I see football from a different kind of viewpoint, you know. Mm-hmm. I was always, I was always... I I always put used to put a lot of pressure on myself, kind of thing. I have to perform. I have to get this new contract. Right. I have to do this. I have to do that. And yeah, it's the right kind of yeah fighting hard, even, fighting even. hard every day for a new contract is the way you have of to course. do it because that is r- the reality of football. You know. I mean, and you play in a position which is the most scrutinized position in all of world football, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. I, in, I, actually, I got lucky in Cyprus and Greece because they really liked me. You know, that's good. They like me more than the Maltese, actually. <laughs> I, I, I swear, sometimes I think that that I'm more respected overseas, and then when you come back to Malta, it's like a ash, It's a bit like a shog, hog, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, everyone to their own. Like exactly. uh, you can have your opinion. That's fine. I, I, I get it. I, I don't need to be the like the most likable of people, or 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 maybe. Maybe people don't relate with me mm-hmm. because my Maltese isn't fantastic, or because. You Did know, you find that that was an issue? Yeah, all the time. Locally, all the time. But it's fine, you know. It's yeah. it's, 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 it's part and parcel, and, and, and I think on. yeah, I think that's one of the reasons. I th- I think as a young guy who played football and wanted to play football for as long as he could, uh, that's that's one of the reasons I I, I could have I could relate to, you know, because you were an English speaking guy with the ma- national team and. Um, growing up playing football, there were a lot of multi-speaking players, and we were the and most we, hated club. <laughs> we were the most hated club because we spoke English, and it was like get, so, get, so, guess, so guess you which one, were guess which one. either Luxol or Melita, exactly the former Luxol. <laughs> I, I was Luxol too in the beginning. So, <laughs> so for 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 me, you know, seeing you there it was like okay, one of us, you know, can make it. It's possible, you know, like it's. Um, but I want to ask: Did you did the clubs encourage you to to go abroad? Or did they want you to stay here at, at, at that young age? Yeah, so I, I was I was really lucky that I was at that at the time I was with Pieta, and they we had quite a, uh, a talented group of players, and yeah, their main objective was to get us to go abroad. So they really pushed us, yeah. you know. Um, uh, in fact, there are players like Cleveland Friendo who who ended up in Torino and, yeah. and had people like Franco Baresi calling up his parents saying him like, please bring him to Milan. <laughs> this, this is no joke. That's amazing. You know? So, so uh, yeah, I mean, we had, um, I don't say we had better chances than the other because the kids these days have so many more chances than we did. You know, I, I remember that I wanted to go abroad, right? So I used to phone up people overseas, maybe ex-players that I knew, like, please put me in touch with an agent, with that agent, just do something, you know? Mm-hmm. And I would like burn these CDs of, of myself, like yeah. really mm-hmm. amateur and just send them to everyone. One time, I even sent a message. Uh, and he, I, I found this email of a coach, uh, Nikki Papa Papa Vasily. I think he was coach of of Apollon Limassol. He played for Newcastle, and I found this email of his. And I just sent him a message. I said, uh, "Take a gamble, you know. Take me with your team, and and I promise that I will prove you. I'll prove you right." And I never, I never got a reply, yeah. you know. And and f- somehow that summer, I got signed for a team in in Cyprus called Paralimni. And I was having a fantastic season. And in January, I saw him at a hotel. Hmm. And I walked up to him. I said, you know, like, do you remember the email? I said, he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, good. So you remember, how old were you when you got your first call up for the national team? 
So uh, I senior, senior, team. senior, senior team. Um, basically, it was a transition from yeah. the other 21s until until the first team. And uh, I played my first game under Dusan Fitzel, who was a fantastic guy who really believed in me. He believed in, in other youngsters as well. And I played at 21 against Lithuania. So what, you, what year are we talking? 21, 15 years, 15 years ago. Yeah. 2006. Now, that's very close to the year there was that huge scandal in the national team about some corruption against the norway against norway yeah what was what, did you hear anything did you see anything i wasn't uh, i wasn't in the team for that game okay. i was like the third keeper back then and i was left in malta right so i remember i remember watching that game on tv yeah but i mean like and and after like what was the national team vibe vibe after that you know I really can't answer this question because I don't remember, right. and, and uh, there was nothing really that that yeah. that uh, you know that hit me. Well, once we're on the the, the topic of corruption, I guess, mm-hmm. and uh, football scandals, a few years ago I remember reading a Love and Malta article that placed Malta something like eighth most corrupt uh, team in the world, um, or, 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 league, or league. Maybe. league. How does that make you feel? And like, what in your experience in the national league, where are the problems? Am I am I allowed to say this? But I really see football as a reflection of society. Okay. Yeah. So you, 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 can, say, you can say anything you want. Um, We're our own bosses. So. As 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 a football player, it makes yeah, it's 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 horrible. Eh? Yeah. It's horrible. You know, I I I've worked very hard. Like there are many other players who have worked really hard in their careers, and to be associated in a league that that is known for the for, for, for yeah. sometimes the wrong reasons is 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 not good it's not good and 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 it hurts us a lot because because then it it's it's also a reflection it also dampens our chances to going abroad of course you know and building a, a proper career and were you ever sort of aware in a game where you maybe you realized your position was were being paid off or a player went to speak to somebody and I don't know. I just I'm wondering if you ever if what it would be like if you if you were in that situation. Honest, honestly, I've played over 400. Or I I don't even know how many games I've played in my career. I I can never tell you that there was one moment where I said, ah, that's it. Yes, yeah. Never. I don't know. Maybe it's because as a goalkeeper, I'm so focused on yeah. on 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 like where the ball is and what's happening. Even even like moments in the game, like a teammate might come up to me and say, hey, do you remember that moment in the game? And no. Astra. No, I I, w- I won't remember even where a, a maybe a goal conceded started yeah. from because I I kind of in my mind I segment it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, fair fair enough. It's just a pity that like like you said, you know, players, who, good players and players who have worked so hard all their life get labeled as in the whole team or the whole league gets labeled. Yeah, absolutely. As 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 as, 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 as not, on, not only labeled, but they they will be severely punished now you have to yeah. understand that the laws of the the courts of malta and the uefa body are two different yeah. institutions whereby if a court is not satisfied with the evidence given to them with regards to an, an allegation of corruption beyond, and it's not satisfied beyond reasonable doubt it might not pass judgment yeah. as it didn't yeah. as it didn't in the most recent case in 2016 what was recent case in the, in the case that happened in 2016 yeah. I, I remember that yeah one, yes and then, and then, 2017, the UEFA board found them were comfortable enough with the evidence given to them and slapped them with a lifetime yeah. ban, lifetime ban, one year ban, two year ban. 
you know. Oh, so you you you're still talking about the Norway one? No, no, I'm I'm the, the, I'm the, the, ten, year, I'm ten the, years forward. I think I, you're talking about the under 21. Yeah, I'm talking ah, about the under okay. 21s. There is yes, the yes, most yes, recent yes, one. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. and these 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 boys. Well, I'm not going to mention their names, but these were the boys who we played football with. Yeah. You and I, look, when we were through the yeah. through the through the youths, through the youth ranks, we we played with them, very yeah. talented boys. And it was a shock to see their names. It was. It was. A, it, it, was. It, was a, it was a. It shook us to the core, really, yeah. because these are all boys we practically grew up with. Yeah, but I think the MFA are, are working towards. Uh, it's a very terrible you know, situation. This whole situation. It's a very terrible situation yeah. because, like I said, these boys, God knows for what reason they came up. They were found in these circumstances, and the UEFA board took no prisoners. Really, they yeah. made they made a very stern example through them. And slapped them with very harsh, yeah. very harsh punishments. Yeah. And not only because, let's say, they partake, they they partook, sorry, in in these illegal activities, but they they failed to report them immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you have to understand that if someone is put into this situation, I feel that having to report it immediately is is just as difficult as not committing it in the first place. Yeah. But no. obviously, you can argue. There are many arguments. To th- there are many. Uh, there are many ways to this argument, and there are two sides to every coin. Definitely. Yeah. It's just. It's just a terrible situation. At an, a terrible that it even had to happen in the first place. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I want to. I want to go back to the to the national team. Uh, favorite player you've played with so far? Guys, Shibaras. And wh- One and of my that? best friends all time. He was okay. my roommate. Hmm. Such a humble guy. You know, I mm. really look look for for humility for humility in people and mm. and perfect perfect professional. Quietest, quietest guy. Yeah, man of least of very few words. You'd say in the dressing room has to be someone shy for sure. <laughs> uh, honestly, I have no idea. I have no idea. I played with so many yeah. players and so many players like recycled over time that because, you know? like you said, you 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 entered the national team senior team at like in two thousand six. 2007 uh you played your last game in 2018 18 i mean that's a that's a long that's a long time to be the national team um now you've played against some of the biggest players in the world he's played he's played my dream maybe. he's played oh. you, well i'm a giant supporter of more of england <laughs> and i've genuinely dreamt about playing in wembley and you know playing just playing a game against Rooney. Yeah. Against and you've done it. And what please, was that like? Yeah, it was it was surreal. It you, was surreal. You like, had a fantastic save from Rooney. Did it sting yeah. the palms as much as it looked? No, like? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. But it, it, seriously, it's surreal. I mean, pulling up at you know, yeah. getting there on, on on the team coach, walking out, like walking into the dressing room. The dressing room is like bigger than my home, man. Like, <laughs> like literally, just it's it's ridiculous. And under and the arch, under the arch, and then like you're in the stadium, the grass. Oh, actually, on the day it wasn't fantastic, but you kind of still perceive it as exactly. like it's the most amazing exactly. pitch you've ever played on, kind of thing. Um, standing in the tunnel and having Joe Hart and 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 Rooney, like you look into Rooney's eyes, and 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 it's strange, man. There's there's some deepness in him yeah. that's like <laughs> wow, you know. Like, I, I mean, you have to like really experience it for yourself, yeah. kind of thing. And then and then you know some of the players are really nice. Joe Hart, fantastic guy. Yeah. Him and him and I made friends, and 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 we're still friends till today. Yeah, in of fact, course, he, he mentioned he he congratulated you on your performance. Yeah, on his he Instagram, he yeah. asked me for my kit at halftime, and oh. I was like, what? <laughs> what I, <fun>. I swear, <laughs> you know, he came up to me. He said, hey, he said he called me Hoggy. He said, hey, Hoggy. He said uh, after the game we change kits. That's I was incredible. Like, yeah, okay. 
trying to play it all cool. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Of course. <laughs> but is that something that you hoped for as Muata players? That you get a hard group, that you get these 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 teams, so that you can experience these experiences. Or was it more like I hope we get you know? Or is the Nations League a more welcomed tournament? Because you know, no, no. Um, I, I I much preferred preferred playing against the, the top top teams. You know, it gives me a platform to to really show myself. For sure. You know, I, I I love playing against you know the Englands, the Italys, the Portugals. Wow, man! You know, like of course, no, but but what don't you think? Don't you think that okay? Let's say no. Every obviously everyone wants to play against the best teams in the world. Mm-hmm. You want to play against the Roonies. You want to play against another period of the fucking right. You want to who doesn't? But. Now, you know, let's put everyone, you know, in these in these moments, in these European qualifiers, World Cup qualifiers, everyone, the Maltese national team is put under a microscope. Its flaws are, are highlighted, you know, we're put up against these teams and all of a sudden everyone becomes a footballing expert, you yeah. know. I'm sure you've... you've yeah, yeah, in fact, every time there's a national a national break, there's, there's an international break now soon. Yeah, yeah. And, coming up. And, and, and unless... Unless some the national team, you know, makes miracles, then there, there's going to be a whole Facebook campaign and to <laughs> to why we're still in the same place and it starts from the grassroots and the, the you know education and the coaches need to be changed and stuff like that. So it just goes around in circles and until until like like uh, the mentality changes, you know, like we're going to be stuck here. So that's that's the problem. You think the mentality? Yeah, for sure. And the mentality from. From who? From the from the clubs? From from the MFA? We're, we're, I'm talking about from from literally the top all the way down. You know, from the boys in the top. Yeah, all the way down. I think I think we're stuck in 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 very old ways, and uh, I mean, people talk about you know Iceland, mm. Iceland, yeah, of course, the the, the 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 huge steps forward that that they've made. I mean, it's a it's a, it's a whole different story, you know. So you're not gonna put it down to look. We're just too small. We're never gonna challenge. You no, don't buy that. No, look, look. I think, I think we do have, like, we do have talent. We do have talent. I think we have talent, but we lack commitment. Like, re- we really lack commitment. I think that. Um, uh, I'll give you an example. Um, so, the MFA we're talking about the Serie C team, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how. how yeah, yeah, and. If 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 I were a young player back then, and 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 the Serie C team was was proposed, I'd be like, fantastic, you know, I'm a talented player, you know, I'm going to be in the team. It is giving me a platform where to show my skills, and and maybe someone will come and take me. But as a developmental um, uh, scenario, I see it. I, I I see there to be a few gaps, you know, like like. The players are going to be living in Malta, so we're 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 remaining in 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 our you know the same culture, the same yeah. the same comfort zone. We're going to be training on the same same, same, pitches. same pitches, and then we're gonna we're going to go go overseas and and play that game and come back, right? Okay, granted, we're going to be playing in the in the Serie C, better opposition. Serie C is a is a is a huge is a Big huge huge yeah. huge league, and the budgets of these teams are are phenomenal. And I, I, I think maybe we're not taking this into consideration. Um, uh, but also, you know, if I'm a Maltese player in this, league, in, in, in this team, I kind of know that this team is there for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there for my development. So what in, in incentive do I have? You know, like, like, like when you're in, in real football, like, like w- when, when 
you know, you're in a, a stadium, you're the only foreigner over there and you really have to give everything, you know, blood, sweat and tears to, to get your next contract, you know, yeah. to pay for, for, for the food on the table for your kids. Okay, it's not life or death, but yes. for us it's life or death. So, so you're against it? I'm not against it, but I see flaws, you know? Yeah. You, and you mentioned that it starts, the problems really start from top going down. What's your take? And feel free not to answer this, but what's your take on the committee members, the committee of clubs? Do you think they're holding back? It's fucking horrendous. Thank you. What do you mean holding back though? As in, okay, do you think that, you know, they want to remain with the status quo of... Because it's comfortable for them. Of course. Yeah, yes, absolutely. You know, the, the committee members, as I'm, sure you're, as I'm sure you're aware of, are made up of people who may not have ever played a kick the ball. Ex- exactly. They're they're not, unfortunately, they're, these guys in terms of football, they can't tie their laces. Their laces. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, but, be, but they rule Maltese football. Exactly. And remember that Maltese football is ruled by the clubs. Mm-hmm. Because obviously there's a there's a there's a member from every bloody team, you know, and and I've never been to one of their meetings, and I've never been, thank God, you know. But okay, so you say you've never been to their meetings, and we 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 know that these committee members are established by non-professionals or yeah. professionals from yeah. other professions, yeah, you know, or not even ex-professionals, rand or your whoever whoever's on the committee member. Do you feel as though these? Is what a requirement, a simple requirement, is professional football experience for sure, for sure. And 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 I mean, these guys, and they'll admit it to you themselves that they're voluntariati. Mm. So how am I, as a voluntariat, you know, going to give my 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 real all of me to 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 this to this I don't know what you call it, vocation, profession, whatever, you know, I can't. And Maltese football remains in the in in, in the situation that it is because of of. Because they, you know, they have certain goals. They get, they get so many I, foreign players. They say, you know, I, I, with these players, I, yeah. somehow I, we'll manage. I, I never really understood how clubs work. I mean, who owns the club? I mean, there's a president. In Malta, you can't own a club. You can't. But I think, do you a think club they, is like a church? But do you think you should be able to yes. own a club? Yes. Because imagine I'm a president, right? And I've taken all, I've taken over this club, and I've got forty nine percent, right? Why would I spend the money to invest in in the youth, in infrastructure, when one day they can just come and kick me out? Of course. You know? Of course. And the thing is, with people owning clubs, I think I've heard so many stories. Okay, maybe you could you could tell me otherwise if it's not true, but I've heard so many stories about clubs who have so much um, debt. Clubs who pay their, 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 their players... Ten months later, mm-hmm. who sometimes don't even pay. It's not. It's not a secret. Slim Anders are currently just you know you know they're in this crisis. And at the it, it feels like a lot of clubs just you know haven't haven't got a fucking clue how to run a business because it has to be I'm, I'm, it has to be look, run like look, a business. Look, I mean, and I'm 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 known for it over here. I'm totally against these things. I mean, you're getting players from wherever South America, you know, and they come here, the two kids. And then they left Lampa Stampa, you know? Yeah. You're, you're messing with people's lives. Yeah. You know? One time, uh, or once, <laughs> a Portuguese friend of mine, you know, he told me, like, these clubs, they have to make 
the omelet from the eggs that they have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, you know these Portuguese. They're all yeah. about these, these, these sayings. Mourinho's on, <laughs> Mourinho's on about these all, all the time. And 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 it's just something that resonated with me. And and it's so true. Like, what's the point? What's the point? All you're going to do is create unrest between your team, and 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 your team isn't going to function like they're meant to. I had even heard stories of like a first division team or teams not wanting to be promoted to the Premier League because it's too expensive. It's too expensive, and how, so so how can you compete? There was the competition there. I, I can't comment about that because I don't know enough. You know. Yeah. No, fair enough. Um, but then we look at clubs like Hamroon. Yeah. Who. Who have kind have, of taken the league, yeah. but not taken the league by storm because I mean they're top of the Premier League at the moment, but by six points. Uh, but, but money talks. But <laughs> not only money talks, but even just their exposure. Yeah, it's you brilliant. Know? It's brilliant. Their social media, yeah. their, their yeah. post match interviews, I think, their whole. I think, I think you know, like uh, fantastic. You know, good luck to them. Um, they mm-hmm. seem to be doing things in 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 a very positive way. Um, uh, so so yeah, I mean. How much better it would be if, if 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 other clubs kind of catch on and and use them as a yeah. as, as a reference point, you know? It's true. This it's 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 resulting in success, really and truly. But what if Hamroon were not first? What if they were fourth? What if I, they were sixth? I, I I think I mean from the little that I've heard, I think they're they're um, uh, ahead of their expectations right now. So no, oh, okay, yeah. But isn't it, they they also feel as though. So the the whole change in infrastructure, you know, the the social media outreach that they're having is having quite a good effect. You know, it's bringing a sort of a certain iconization, you can say, to the players. You know, players are being yeah. well known. Yeah. You know, they're being looked up to. You know, but these, but this is this isn't something new. Overseas, these these things exactly. are, are, you, are normal. You, you, you know? took the words from my mouth. I said they're this, so normal. This, social media, they use it well. Exactly. In, in Malta, exactly. it's. Amateur. It's a, if let's, you were, let's be honest, it's amateur. You know. Let's let's go back to let's go back ten years, Chich, you and I. Yeah, okay. You know, ten, even let's go even back further. When we were when we, you and I were young, we were playing, you know, and we we were just big-eyed players who we wanted to make it some someday. Mm. We had up. I had my players. I I was super admirable of Andrew Hogg. Mm-hmm. I was Luke Demek was my number one like icon in the Maltese football. Yeah. I just wanted. To emulate him as a centre back, and I so you have a bunch of tattoos now. <laughs> I have nothing. I have nothing. I have nothing. He's growing his beard. In fact. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, there's none of that culture where Luke Demek was not an icon who I idolised. You know, he was just someone who you know he's there. He's yeah, he's there. But I'm not going to. If I see him, I'm not going to drop my. You know, it's going to be Luke Demek. Uh, unfortunately, it's like in it's, more, it's, I mean, it's not, not it's like, but. In Malta, the the superstars are not athletes. Or yeah. I mean, okay, to a certain extent, don't get me wrong, we don't deserve. Okay, we don't deserve that status. But in Malta, you know, the politicians are the rock stars. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. But For sure, that's a very that's a very telling telling yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, is that they, we don't they don't deserve it, and it's sad. Because you know we we need there is a definite need for a change of infrastructure in the yeah. football in the footballing world in world in Malta. Yeah, where you know we need uh, we need serious um, employment of sports doctors, nutritionists, sports yeah. scientists, trainers, all sports um, psychologists, sports psychologists. Fantastic, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is sports psychologists. I remember were introduced into the England cap. 
Yeah. In around 1000 and right before the Euros of 2010. I'm making my maths right. <laughs> I don't want to sound like I did. It's 2012. <laughs> 2012. They were introduced to help them get over the penalty penalties. voodoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They were introduced. And then they just. And, and, then, and, they, and, and then, then they fucked up against Italy. <laughs> but I remember, I remember the, 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 the idea around it was changing the narrative around the penalty, you yeah. know? Uh, making it less of a of, of, a, a, of a scary drama, situation, of a yeah. drama and trauma. I mean, there's nothing scary of it. Like sixty-five thousand people yeah. looking yeah. at you, taking the one shoulders of a nation, basically. <laughs> one kick, you know, <laughs> and all the headlines. You mentioned Idris. Like for me, like one of the greatest Maltese players was Andres Kembri. Yeah. Did you have a good relationship with him? Yeah, I still do. You still do. I really like him. Yeah. Did you ask him why he retired so early? Look, and and Andre and I were 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 always good friends, and uh, we used to bounce off each other quite a bit. In fact, uh, when I was in Cyprus, he was there as yeah. well, and uh, so yeah, we we we're, we're quite close like that. Um, uh, but we had been saying for you know maybe a year or two that like our time is coming, and and we want to bow out in in. Uh, we don't want to kind of cling on, yeah. you know, until we are stopped. I think. There comes up. I, I think it's a bit more respectable if I, you know, we step down, and and I think he did it at the time when he felt it was right for mm. him, and same by me. What was he like in the dressing room? He wasn't. He he wasn't a guy who was over loud. You know, he he, he was uh, he was he was good. I I felt that he was a leader. Yes, leader by example. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe a quiet leader. Mm-hmm. You know, no, but overall good guy, very professional. Trained well. Reminds me of like a Steven Gerrard kind of leader. Like he's not he's not an aggressive. He's not going to go and slamming. Would he, would he go in and slam shit in the? No, 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 absolutely not. not. Not like like a Roy Keane. Not like a Roy. No, no, no. <laughs> Did you ever have a Roy Keane kind of captain? Yeah, I had Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I had Luke the man. <laughs> really? So the the face literally you know matches his personality then. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, look. Is a I haven't spoken to Luke in a long time. Now Luke is a good, good guy, and uh, a fantastic player. Yeah. He was a fantastic player. You know, Viking. one of the best defenders that that no, that, he's w- great at that we ever had. He, he <laughs> yeah. kills it. He kills it. <laughs> Honestly, and uh, he's very. Uh, he was always very determined like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, what I could say about Luke was that me as a young goalkeeper, being the guy behind him, I wish that I had a bit more support from him mm-hmm. you know maybe he could have identified at that point and turn around and say look like i know maybe you're struggling in this point you know we believe in you so i i i, I always felt like i had to prove myself to luke and that was counterproductive for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so did you find that you were just thrown in the deep end with the national team like that you know no with, with, with the big guns or you felt you felt comfortable you felt i felt comfortable i yeah. own this i deserve this i'm here if you're good enough you're old enough i mean uh, number one you gain respect from 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 what you do on the pitch and luckily enough i my first uh, performances were really you know yeah. I, I really did well um uh, so it, it just kind of takes momentum kind of thing is there a particular game with the national team that you sort of say that was my best my best performance Okay, there was the there was the England game in Wembley. Yeah. Um, there was the game away against Kosovo when we lost three 0 Kosovo, we played against them in the Nations League, mm-hmm. meant to be a small nation, but trust me, the best team I ever played against. They, they were ridiculous. The best team. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, there was Albania away we played, and 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 I had a really really good game there. There was Sweden home where we played against. There was Ibrahimovic. This was one of my first games, and they needed to beat us um, to qualify. I think. 
and until the 86 minutes or something uh, we were still zero zero, and I and 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 Melberg, you remember yeah, yeah, Melberg yeah, played yeah. for Juventus. He was telling our players like, "Why, why are you playing? You know, like you don't need to win. <laughs> you know, you you don't need this result." And then I mean, like uh, in in typical Maltese fashion, the ball came across the the box, out the goal. You know, <laughs> oh, oh my classic. god, like yeah, such a familiar tale, Istra. Yeah, last like last five minutes, but again, I'm I'm just like shook. Like you're in you're in goal, and the Zebrahimovic. In front of you, how do how do you how do you keep the focus? How do you just you know contain yourself? I don't think it ever affected me. I never really. I, I was never in a pitch and said, "Ah, like that's that's Nani with the ball yeah. over there. I better be scared." You know, I, I, it never really worked like that yeah. for me. No, which I, I I just fucking. Well, I don't know what that. Do. That's just me being a fan girl. I'm fan girl. I'm fan girl. I'm fan girl. No, big time. as Achilles said in Troy, that's why no one will ever remember your name. <laughs> <laughs> so for sure, for sure. Um, so now you're into sports. You, you're, you're studying sports psychology. Yeah, I'm doing a masters. And um, is that because you sort of want you, you want to work in football, football, sports psychology? Or you, uh, not only football, but sports in general. Um, uh, I basically, when I came, when when we came back from Greece. I was worried about my future, you know. I thought I was just a footballer. What can I give back? I was always quite cerebral when it came to my football, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I always used to think and... and Did that, the MFA ever help out in, like, in national education. players? Not, not in education, but, like, life after football. No. It's no. funny because, I mean, when you asked that question, my instant reaction was, as if, as in... They, but, but they, first of all, they, there's no mandatory re- regulation to have footballers as full-time, full-time players. Secondly, it's kind of encouraged for them to have a as a keep football as a, on the side, or you know, it's not nothing's not going to be full-time. But we're seeing we're in a time now where we're seeing massive wages. In fact, in fact, um, Gareth um, Shabaras and I have uh, spoken about it, and and we try to well, we'll we'll in the future maybe try and get it closer to the Malta Football Players Association to try and set up something to assist players coming to the end of their career in, yes. in you know in education yeah. and it's it's not just it's not just financial don't get me wrong because i'm sure most you know Maltese players you know have other businesses or worked towards something or whatever i'm talking about mentally mental your mental health like life after football yeah. because if you're used to going to battle every day you know training every day and then suddenly it's been said that it's been said that uh, football players die twice yeah you know um it, look it's tough i can tell you now like right now i'm not playing because i got i sustained an injury in september and i haven't played since it takes a knock it takes a knock uh, on my my identity yeah one day i'm a full-time football player and now i'm just in the gym every day yeah you know so yeah it, it does take a big knock on my identity and and as in even you, someone who has had countless appearances for clubs and, and country. For I mean. sure. I, I'll, I'll give you an example, okay? Not totally related to... When I came back from Greece, and let's remember that Greece is one of the top 10 leagues in Europe, mm-hmm. okay? And uh, for me, Greece was the pinnacle of my, of my career. Mm. We came back from Greece because there were multiple issues. Uh, there was an economic crisis. There were situation with immigrants, um, uh, coming from Syria to, to the island of Lesbos where I was living and, and things became uncomfortable, you know. I have two kids. They were very young at the time. Um, uh, when I came back and I signed I signed for a, a local club, okay, I drove home with tears in my eyes. 
I felt like I, I had totally lost everything that I had worked for. And I spent a good four months just floating around. I, I had lost myself, you know. But you you were ups, you were upset that you not you weren't going to play at the same level that you you were used to. I. I was, just like yes. you get a taste. You've gotten a good exactly, taste exactly, of, exactly. of of a really good you know footballing life. Yeah. And then you've come back here and it's like. Pff. Yeah, and 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 I can tell you example. I would go to training and there was a goalkeeper coach for maybe a w- the first week that I was there, and then the the goalkeeper coach left. So I spent a good. I don't know, six months without a goalkeeper coach when, I mean, in the whole realm of things, it it means nothing, you know, this isn't, once again, this isn't life or death, but this is what I knew, you know, and as a footballer, um, as a footballer having to perform and, and it it, it was tough, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, calibrate it in my These are, these are. The struggles, the daily, not daily, but very common struggles yes, of players transitioning in their careers. But I just expected, I don't know, you know, a national team goalkeeper who's who's played so many games locally abroad that there's a sort of respect towards these players. I mean, not just you, Hoggy, but like any anyone who's 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 played for their country at the end of the day and that played at the top level. That you sort of say, Isma. You know, we've got to keep the standard up here, and that should, you know, encourage them to say, "Isma, we need to get a fucking goalkeeper coach because it's it's embarrassing." I, what I was doing was I was preparing the the sessions. Of, so I was playing, I was being the goalkeeper, and I was being the coach. So I was preparing them, you know, and w- me and the other goalkeeper would go down and like school kids like kick the ball to each other, and it was, you know, it, it for me it was it it it, it hurt my ego. I, I think, yeah. you know. Of course, of course, it hurts your ego. And then, and then, and this was this was also close to that to that game of 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 Wembley. Yeah. You know, I went into the game of Wembley, and I think this was part of the time why I decided to go into sports psychology. To be honest, um, I was at such a low place in my career. You know, this was shortly after I came back to Malta. You know, I had spent uh, four or five months without a club, training on my own because of my issues with with the Greek team. Meaning, I came back to Malta in February when the league finishes in, in July. So, I spent that time. Um, uh, the fixtures of of you know the the, the World Cup qualifiers mm. or so England and and whoever came out, and I had that trajectory in my mind. Like I, I visualized it. You know, I wanted it. You know, I, I I used to be training on my own and running and 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 whatever and doing that extra. 1k where people might like back off yeah. I would and I, I tell myself no you know like I'm going to play I'm going to play against England I'm not just going to play I said I'm going to like make a statement kind of thing I'm going to do something big I knew it somehow it happened and 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 because I don't know and once again physically I wasn't in a good place I didn't have a goalkeeper coach who was with me all the time and I just saw him I just saw the national team one maybe three days before the game <laughs> and it's like Subconsciously, subconsciously, I know how to play. We know how to play as football players. So somehow, when 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 you're kind of in the pits, you know, you can pull yourself out. And through that game, after that game, I said, "Yeah, this is what I need to do. I need to give back to the to to, to the players who are struggling." You know, and and for sure. And and you were you were the talk of that game, really. I mean, a marvelous performance. But did, at that point, where you said you didn't have a club. And you knew the the fixtures were were were, were coming um, were, were close by. Did it worry you that you might not even like get picked because you don't have a club, 
No, because I knew that the transfer window was coming up and I knew that I had clubs in Malta who, who would have taken who, who would have taken me. Yeah. Um obviously, but my first objective was to go back abroad. So even that hurt me because I was close to going to a club in Holland, you know, and that's what have changed my life. Yeah. I remember I wrote a JC, you know, the, the the technical director would call me and say like, hold on, hold on, don't sign, you know, and and I just fell through and, and you know, it's with yeah. one of the reasons why I signed for the club in Malta and drove back in tears. Yeah. And was did you not give it another try and then at that point where, where the Holland club... I, I, I had then, later on, I had offers from, uh, I remember I had an offer from Platanias in, in the Super League in Greece, which was interesting. Um, my old club in Cyprus wanted yeah. to wanted to take me back, which was also interesting. Um, ultimately, you know, like these clubs had financial financial issues. Mm. Finances were always unstable. Economic crisis in Greece and whatnot. My kids were still young, but settling, kind of going to school. My partner, we had opened up a, a salon in uh, in Rabat, which is okay. no longer with us because of COVID. But okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, uh, so we started to transition. You know, and and I have to see uh, the bigger picture. You know. You take it for granted, really, that, you know, it's not just a player that's moving club. I mean, I'm not talking just locally here, but even internationally, it's the family. It's, it's the, the baggage, whole, yeah. And uh, that whole... Uh, yeah, it's not really it's not really taken for granted, not, not really given the attention it's needed from an outsider's looking in. Hoggy, okay, where do you see the national team in the next five years? Look, from... So, so the past Nations League was was positive. Yeah. We have a new coach in, in, in Divas Manja. I think, uh, I think him and his staff are, are doing well. Um, there's a new competition starting now in March, and I think a lot rides on 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 how they perform in this. Yeah, and where do, where do we see Hoggy in the next five years? Can we see you in management? No, I don't think so. I'm open to everything, but I don't think so. I think I'm I'm, I'm not in the committee. So no. <laughs> hell, hell no, no, no. Look, look I, I'm I'm really into in, in into the business I'm I'm building now in in sports psychology. I think it's really needed in Malta. Um, we only have one sports psychologist who's Adele Muscat, who yep. was of great help to me. Um, um, one of the reasons why I went into to sports psychology as well, because she gave me the boost that I needed. Also, my, I, I have to mention my sister, Emma. Yes, of course. Know, who's a psychotherapist, yes. you know, and, 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 you know, she gives me great belief as well. And we, we're always bouncing off each other, actually more, probably I'm more bouncing off her. And, and did, you know. did, she, did she influence you into going yeah. down this road? Yeah, for sure. She gave me the belief, actually, because remember, I was a guy who wasn't very academic, and 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 I always had the doubts in my head: can I do it? Even to to just get a like a, a bachelor's degree at uni, it was a whole. Oh, can I do it? Yeah. You know. So I got my bachelor's degree, and now I'm doing a master's. Fantastic! And wow, can I do it? Yeah. Yes, I can do it, but it's a it's a hell of a ride, you know. Yeah. So that's good. That's good to hear. And finally, what what message do you have to those sixteen year olds? who dream of playing at Wembley for Moultown, who dream of playing at big clubs at the highest level possible and uh, making it um, their full-time profession. Yeah. What would you say to them? Okay, I think I think it's suitable to say to a Maltese player, like, listen, take it seriously. Don't cut corners. Enjoy what you're doing. But once again, be serious because in typical Maltese fashion, usually we take the enjoyment and Mr. Banih Dulit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, believe you know. Um, go for your dreams because they're achievable. And if you get the chance, go abroad and 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 try and play against you know people. Learn from people from different cultures. You know different uh, points of view. 
you know, the whole social part of football is so important and I think it's overlooked, you know, like being the foreigner in a new dressing room, you know, uh, looking for that apart, lo- looking for your apartment, living in an apartment. Yeah. I went, when I was in Cyprus, I was in an apartment with that, you know, leaked water, you know, every time it rained and, and, and Sub and I would be running with pots and pans and I mean, it's, it's all part of the, the adventure, you know. Yeah. It's 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 a, it's, a, it's a beautiful adventure, and you know, sports just gives you the chance to grow as a human being as well. Fantastic, and sports gives you a chance to grow as a human being. It's that's something we should all take home. Definitely today, hockey. What a mates. way to end! And what Thank a quote, you so much. What a quote to end on as well. Thank you so much. Uh, How inspirational! Eh? Super. <laughs> I, super couldn't have, I couldn't have said it myself, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm full of one-liners. So he is, he is. <laughs> Uh, but honestly, um, it's been an honor to have you here with us um, and, you and share your thoughts and your experiences. Um, best of luck with everything. Uh, and thank you so much. Thank no, you. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, you for having me. I'm, 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 I'm touched. It's our pleasure. Cheers. Cheers.